Hi there, Ray Coates here and welcome to the Anchor Platform Spotify streamed podcast Ray Coates Connecting in One Voice and it is the 11th of August 2021, so much to share um, throughout social media today I would have been sharing um, a Wow Wednesday uh, culminating in this really really wonderful interview um, with Susan Ann Lynn this evening and each interview I do every week I find so much I find out so much I learn so much and it's a genuine things that I don't necessarily experience in life but I benefit from hearing others experiences and I have to say by extension I'm assuming it's exactly the same for you So we are going to find out some wonderful, beneficial things this evening, some real insights. And the subject really is learning. Learning from children. Learning from our younger ones. Sue is a special needs mum and an incredible human being. Um, a wonderful energy and positive beauty. Um, We did have some technical issues. I do want to say that, not from a position of lack or scarcity, but we did have some technical issues. But do you know what? Sue was so amazing in the way she dealt with it. We lost the signal a couple of times in the um, interview we were recording, but, you know, we came back, we came back, And I didn't want to go back and do the entire interview. And the reason is because of the strength of messages that Sue shared. And I have no doubt I will be carrying out an interview with Sue in the future as well. But listen very carefully because I felt motivated and moved in my limited knowledge to ask Sue during the interview a couple of very, you know, quite deep questions, deep um, questions in terms of involving emotion of having to work in this system um, with the way things are for parents of children or younger ones with special needs. And again, I want to emphasise, I'm not coming at this necessarily from a qualified position. I'm here to ask people the questions that I genuinely feel need to be asked from my understanding. And listening to the experts who are in the situation. I'm not just talking about those so-called experts who are part of the, the academic system of things. And you'll notice that really comes through loud and clear in the interview. So, let's go over to a slightly um, at times edited, not majorly, but slightly edited interview due to a couple of technical issues and I could have gotten away without explaining that, but I wanted to explain it because of Sue's incredible response and uh, like I say, I have no doubt we will be sharing time together in the future talking about many, many things. Let's go over to find out about the discussion that myself and Sue had and the incredible lessons we can learn. 
So it is my incredible privilege to be with someone that I consider to be another incredible human being. Um, I'm going to say it how I feel it in this moment. I'm a very lucky boy um, to be surrounded by so many incredible people um, of different forms of inspiration and different experiences in life. Um, Susan, um, I, I was going to ask you before we go, do you prefer Susan or Sue? I don't mind whichever. I'll, I'll go with so. So I know you as both. <laughs> it's lovely to be with you. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Oh, I'm very well. And it's good. a pleasure to be here with you. Good, good, good. It's wonderful. And um, I know you in a couple of different ways. I know you as a mum, which we'll talk about in a moment. I know you as an incredibly spiritual person. Um, so when I think of so, I think of you as a mum, and we'll talk a bit more about that in a moment. Um, I think of you as an incredibly spiritual person. I think of an embodiment of smiling, of a smile, and the power mm -hmm. of a smile. You know, how much that can change people's lives, people's days, make people feel better. And you are a representation, beautifully and brilliantly, of a smile and an aura and an energy. Um, and I, if you notice, I tend to, when I share messages about people, I'm not really focusing too much on what they actually do. I'm focusing more on who they are as a person. So I think in some ways I've represented some elements of you, um, but I also know there's more to come. Um, and some things we can't talk too much about at the moment because they are future, but very, very exciting times yeah. for you and for others. Yeah. Um, the thing I would like us to talk about in a moment, of course, our creative experience. But I'd like you to begin, if you can, to help those listening to add a little bit more to what I've already said about you. Because, you know, when we use terms like mum, dad, you know, these are just generic phrases. But contained within you being a mum is far more detailed than just that one word. So I'd like you to explain, if you can, to those listening, what being a mum means to you, as in your experience. Um, for me, being a mum, I'm a, mom, a single mum and have been a single mum for a long time of three amazing boys. They actually teach me things every day. I'm always learning, you know, they're my inspiration. Um, and two of them have got special needs. So it's quite challenging at times, but I wouldn't have it any other way because they bring so much. They see life and the world in such a different way, which has really helped me to open my eyes to see life in um, yeah, a different way and to embrace everything that comes my way because that's what they have to do. They have no option. You know, they, they have to deal with everything that is given to them in a hard way. Being a mum is such a loving thing to be, you know, you just have so much unconditional love to give them, no matter what happens, you know, you just want the best and I just want the best for my boys, you know, totally, I'm there for them in every single way I can be and, and that's what a mum is really, just to be there, pick them up when they fall, pick them up when they've done things wrong, you know, always be there for them, you know, be there the, the person to talk from when they have to, you know, being special needs parent, sometimes you have to really talk for them to get what they need. So that's different than being just a normal mum. 
Um, so yeah, that's what it really is. And it's just, yeah, it's just something to love, you know, and cherish every moment. And it doesn't matter what age they are, you're still a mum, mate. I've got a 30 year, you know, I'm still, mm. doesn't matter what age, you're still a parent and they, they will always be your baby. That, that's, yeah. incre- that's incredible for so many different reasons. Um, it was really, really interesting to hear you say right from the get-go about how um, your boys and how children generally can educate us, what we can learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should imagine, because I only can imagine, my, my um, youngest child um, is ADHD, but quite, quite mildly. But he, but he is definitely identified on the autistic spectrum. So I have a little bit of understanding. Um, but, you know, you, you described yourself there as a, as a special needs mum. And you, you talked about how you help, which is a natural thing as a parent. If you can, mm-hmm. is there any way with you without this being an awkward question... How does that show up for you on a day-to-day basis? It's very hard at the beginning because as a parent, you just do what you do as a parent. You don't realise some of the things you do are different until you have forms to fill out for your children. And then you think, oh, yeah, actually, I'm doing this daily. You know, I might in the beginning have to help them change themselves constantly or remind them to eat or, you know, watch their behaviour, try and explain to them in detail what's going on. You know, it's all... But you do it, you just do it and you don't realise what you're mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. you know, how you're supporting them in every single way or trying to. Or the other thing I do is I go and take work, workshops or do courses just so I get more information so I can understand where they're coming from. Or, or if one's had a meltdown, why he's had that meltdown, look deeper in. So it's a constant, you do it and stuff, but you don't actually realise sometimes you're doing it. You know, you just do it. Wow. Yeah, until yeah, you yeah. write them forms and that's when you sit there because you have to put all the negative of what is wrong with your child which is so hard to do you know you always look at the positive so that's the time when you do realize can, can i ask you a question without kind of it seeming emotionally loaded because i have talked to other um yeah. special needs parents and and from them i've gained a little understanding um and the whole purpose of this is to benefit others to understand things that Maybe we haven't experienced ourselves. Those yep. forms, it's, it's a little bit of a loaded question. It's not meant to be. How do, yep. you, how yep. do you feel about them when you fill them out? How, how does it make you feel? Before you get the forms, you dread having the forms because they're quite long. They take time away from you looking after your children. And you have a time, sometimes you have a time limit to fill them out. And then because you have to look at the worst days and the worst of your child and it brings up how your child might not be achieving some stuff um, or what your child's done, it, it really pulls at your heartstrings. And sometimes you don't know where your child's going to be in 10 years. You know, I go back to looking at when my boys were probably six, you know, one used to put his fingers in his ears and they couldn't handle noises and couldn't handle going into rooms and couldn't handle thunderstorms. And one doesn't like to be touched. And like, will they ever touch? Will one ever touch me? You know, as a mum, you want to cuddle them. Even now, he doesn't totally cuddle. But yes, I can touch him. It's got to be rough, you know, rough play. But that's it. 
the other one now doesn't put his fingers, he deals with a lot more, but I wouldn't have seen that. He was the child that would throw himself on the floor, had tantrums, couldn't go in shops. And I could never see at that point where he'd be now. It was really hard. So yes, the forms are really hard, but on the flip side, when I've gone back to do him, I don't know, five years later, and I have looked back at what he was like and where he's come from. So you you can try and look at, it's not going to happen to everyone because some kids don't move, you know, because of their needs. Sure. It can get worse. Mm. So that varies. But for me, it was a positive on one of them to look back and say, actually, I've come a long way. You've managed to regulate yourself a lot. Being in the right place, the right school has really helped. So, yeah, so I still dread them when they come every year, every how many years they come. I think I've just had to go from um, DLA to pick for one, and that was quite hard to make sure he gets what he needs and supporting. But it, sometimes it's like you'll think it's a fight, you know, to get the right school in, to get the right support in place. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like a fight sometimes to make yeah. sure they get what they need. If you were to change the system, this is a very, very big question. <laughs> What would you what would you introduce to make things better than they are now? So I think one of the main things they need to sort of look at and change, especially for DLA, this particular one, is to if a, someone has a lifelong condition uh, and it, they have it from birth, then it's not going to change. Yes, they might get a little bit better, but they still got that condition. So. They shouldn't have to do them forms. I think it's every three or four years. Don't focus mm-hmm. on it. There's so many years. They should make it longer, especially as a child, because it's so hard. You're dealing with them constantly, you know, what they need. And you're taking that parent's time away from them. Mm-hmm. And it's very, as I said before, it's very hard on the parent. You know, it really is a strain on them. The other thing is... Um, for all the different different ones, you know, you've got CAMS, you've got, um, I think their questions could be slightly different. Their uh, adult services, a lot of them for mental health, you know, my, or for on the spectrum, that's a mental disorder. The questions aren't suited for them, totally. They are more linked up for kids or or people with um, physical disabilities. So, that's what I'm finding very hard. My son's struggling at the minute to answer some questions because they're not queued up to for that disability side, you know. And it's like, well, why do I have to answer this? You know how? And it's like because they're just the normal questions, you know. So, just so I can understand it, um, I'm coming from a position of I don't mind revealing my ignorance. I have I have no shame in that because I don't know. Um, is it literally that there is one standard form and that's it? I think so. Uh, There is for DLA, it's one standard form. I think they have changed a few things over the last couple of years. They've tried. I think they are trying Mm. to move forward. Um, But there's other things. I know they have to, like CAMS, they have to do something for a reason. Uh, And there's a form that you fill in at the beginning and at the end. And for my boys, they really struggle. You have to ring a circle of how you feel, A, B or C, D, you know, ring it every every time you go back to them for, I don't know, count for another time, you know, a year, two years, it's the same form. My boys struggle with that, you know, because you have to sit and think and they have to ring how they're feeling and it's really hard. Yeah. And that's probably because also, again, it's their, their disability with their mental health. Sure. Their mental side. Wow. 
Well, that's um, that's a real insight for those that don't know. Um, those that do know, that's a good um, voice to hear of expertise. And, um, you know, uh, we, we've had a couple of internet issues that are my end. So I just want to explain that um, for, for those that uh, are listening. Um, but one thing we just spoke about, which is really important, whatever the situation is, whether it's healthcare, whether it's um, special needs, um, education, it's very much system established. And, you know, we need change to begin to recognise the people within whatever it is. So say, for example, healthcare, the patient. The patient often knows a lot, lot more because they're actually experiencing what they're experiencing. And I can think of many cases personally and otherwise where others haven't been listened to because the, the doctor, the mm-hmm. GP, and I'm not being critical of those individuals, they know best. So within education, I know, I've experienced, I've seen, I've heard. Very often times the parents, and especially in relation to special needs, don't get considered and don't get understood. So I think the message you're sharing is really important. If I can say, one thing that really jumps out loud and clear to me about you is learning, learning, education. (laughs) You know, you mentioned earlier, you do that yourself. You look into understanding things, you train yourself. And you are looking, as I understand it, to do that with others. Um, and for others. Um, And here is another example. So learning and education and understanding, which results from that, knowing, knowing and understanding, um, is very important to you. That brings me to our song, okay? Because we decided um, we were going to work together on an individual song, one-to-one writing together on the album, Um, which is out in a few weeks' time. Um, I'll share a little bit more information about that later. But the song is entitled Be Like This Child. And the story behind the song simply is, I wrote the music, had some lyrical input, you know, to weave and, and craft more than anything else, but you are the lyricist. You are the lyrical um, originator of the song Be Like This Child. I remember through the creative process, um, the energy you shared with me to make sure that the message was shared correctly. And I mean that in a very positive way. I say that with great love and gratitude that you you shaped that, you know, backwards and forwards. You were saying, you know, I think this is an important line and, you know, the way it was built. And I was really, you know, so grateful to you for that because it's made it what it needs to be. So for me, that was the process, okay? But we're now going to share the song. We're going to let people hear it. So I want people not to hear the process. I want them to understand the message behind the song. So there is nobody better qualified than you to share, one, an introduction to the song, and two, what actually is this song about? What's the the message of it? It's an unusual title, Be Like This Child. So could you help the listeners to understand what is it you want them to hear from the song? If you close your eyes when you listen to it, you'll hear it and feel it more. 
That's what I definitely think because the sounds in the song we've created with the lyrics is so important too. Um, it is for us to literally be like that child, you know, a child is born of pure love. And that's what we all have to go back to in every single way. You know, we need to go back and have the joy, the fun, not be judgmental, be pure love. That's the whole of this story is to be back like that child, be like that child. Look at any ch child when you're walking, look at young children and see them through their eyes, look at it through their eyes, you know, how they smile at anyone that, you know, they're unconditional love for anything and anyone. And that's what this song is about. We have to be, be like this child. Be like this child. As a child, they are born to love. As a child, they are born to love. So set them free, let them be free to love. Let love flow like streams of energy Transforming violet velvet purity As a child they are born to love So set them free, let them be free to love Why burn their hands on a cloud of anger? Why steal their innocence through greed and hunger? Feel the rain of their love Embrace the rain Feel the rain of their love As a child they are born to love So set them free, let them be free to love let their face shine the radiant beam of their eyes Hold a mirror of truth to a new dawn sunrise Be like this child, he said Let's see the world through their eyes again Why burn their hands on a cloud of anger? Let the cloud go So I am eternally grateful um, to Sue for her time and for her adaptability um, to work through the technical issues that we have, but the power that comes through. And do you know what? In circumstances in life, um, I'm going to use the word, even though I don't necessarily think this overly applies, you know, sometimes the world makes us feel ashamed of certain things even ashamed of those we love. Um, terms that are banded around that, you know, still there is a misunderstanding of our younger ones, um, our children and others in terms of, um, you know, what, consider, what people consider to be the way of being. Um, and I believe, I really, really do believe that there are certain characteristics and attributes that may be considered to be different 
um, in others. And I have experience of this with my own um, children, with one of my children. And I think of the characteristics that they display as being exceptional. And of course, I know there are differing levels. But what comes through loud and clear from Sue is how much we can learn. How much we can learn from children generally, but of course Sue's own personal circumstances of being a special needs mum. And our song, Be Like This Child, it just says so much. In a top-down world, in a world that makes us feel you know, there are, as I've said earlier, the experts, um, the academic structure. And anybody else cannot have a view on things. It's just, it's ridiculous. Because as we as human beings, we are in our experience. That's the point I'm making. So with experience comes human expertise. Healthcare, education, faith whatever it may be, politics, very loosely using that term, music. I often think of music. You know, it's branded as there are certain people who are the elite members of our creativity. My belief is we are all elite members of creativity and all of the other things I've mentioned, education, healthcare, etc., etc., and it was just such a wonderful interview and I'm so grateful for Sue for sharing openly her experience. Now, um, we are going to have an exciting week ahead. Um, it's an incredible uh, creative period. As I would have shared earlier today, um, the CD is now available. The CD for Garden of Love connecting in creativity and I don't just mean available as in you can pre-order it I have it as I would have shared today in social media I have that copy of CDs that you can have and the power of this album cannot be underestimated and that's building I'm not going to give too much away that's building to this coming Friday August the 13th Rebecca Adams um, inspired me to use the three words that she has embodied in life keep going always and this coming Friday is her son Dominic's 23rd birthday and there will be a video shared that will use <laughs> photographs, videos from Rebecca's own life and it's a powerful example of determination and strength I think that's an understatement. I really do. Um, so watch out for that this coming Friday. Watch out for Beyond. I'm really looking forward to sharing the next few weeks with you. And don't forget, the CD, you can order it now. I have it. In the words of Bob Proctor, if you can hold it in your head, you can hold it in your hand. I had a vision, a creative vision, I shared that with others. They came on board with that idea. And together now, we have the tangible outcome of that vision, which is our album. 11 incredible songs, Garden of Love, Connecting in Creativity. Visit the website, raycoatsvoice.com forward slash products. Make sure you get your copy. 
it's filled with power. We are now going to play out with an entire share of the opening track from the album Garden of Love Connecting in Creativity, the Ringtone Remix, Our Connection. Collaborated together with Caroline Brown, Michelle Nordoff, Rayanne Gardner, Sherry McQueen, Susan Ann Lynn, who we heard from this evening, Sani Chu. This is phenomenal. And the entire album is phenomenal. Listen now to the Ringtone Remix, Our Connection. It's Rayanne. Hi Ray, it's Ami. Hi Ray, it's Sherry. Hi Ray, it's, it's Stephen. The world will be free. 